Duncan McLean is the Doctor of Movies. Hello everyone, I'm Duncan McLean and this is episode 28 of the Doctor of Movies podcast. Today I want to chat about the latest film from Pixar, who are back to their imaginative best with Inside Out. In the last 20 years, no Hollywood studio has been as consistently original and imaginative as Pixar. In an era where kids' movies are so often dumbed down and seem guided primarily by merchandising departments, John Lasseter and his brains trust at Pixar allow themselves to be guided first and foremost by ideas. Their latest offering, uh, Pete Docter and Ronaldo Del Carmen's Inside Out, arguably represents the zenith of Pixar's bold originality, taking us inside the mind of a young girl. I'm Joy. This is sadness. That's anger. What? This is disgust. Uh, and that's fear. Ah! We're Riley's emotions. Inside Out tells a very small-scale story. 11-year-old Riley lives a happy life with her parents in Minnesota, only to have it unsettled when her father's work requires the family to relocate to San Francisco. With no friends, a different house, and a new school, Riley starts to feel terribly homesick, but doesn't feel like she can talk about it with her parents. And that's all that happens in the movie. At least that's all that happens on the outside. For the key action in Inside Out actually takes place inside Riley's mind. In the control room of her mind, we meet anthropomorphized emotions, joy, sadness, fear, anger, and disgust. They work together, manning the control panel to coordinate Riley's responses to the world around her. It is here that Inside Out has similarities to Pixar's flagship franchise, Toy Story, with both being centred on key characters whose primary concern is the happiness and well-being of a child. The most impressive aspect of co-directors Doctor and Del Carmen's film is the way that they're able to present sophisticated visual metaphors which simply and effectively explain the way that memory, personality, subconscious and dreaming all work. In this regard, Inside Out is sure to become a key text for introductory psychology courses in future years. The control panel becomes more sophisticated as Riley ages and becomes more emotionally developed, starting out as a single button when she's born, and by the film's end being upgraded to a large panel of knobs, lights and levers. As Riley goes through her day, memories are captured in translucent orbs with colours that correspond to the relevant emotion. These orbs are stored on shelves in the control room until the end of the day when Riley goes to sleep and they are sucked away to long-term memory for storage. However, the most significant memories become core memories. Riley has five of these and each of them informs a part of her personality. From the window of the control room we can see Riley's five islands of personality looking like amusement parks dedicated to the key traits and interests that define her as a person. Family, friendship, hockey, goofiness and honesty. With such sophisticated inner workings, Doctor and Del Carmen have done well to keep the external narrative quite simple to ensure that younger viewers aren't left with too much on their plate with an inception-like, multi-layered, interrelated narrative. Our protagonist in this film is not actually Riley, it is Joy. To this point in Riley's life, Joy has been running the show. She keeps Riley happy and the other emotions in their place. But recently the dynamic has started to change. 
In particular, Sadness has been trying to work out her place in things. She's developed a special ability that none of the other emotions have. She can change memories. A previously happy memory can become a sad one if she touches it, a development that is particularly troubling for Joy. Joy has never really understood sadness. She doesn't know what her purpose is and devotes a lot of her energy to keeping sadness away from the controls. But in her desire to protect Riley's core memories from Sadness's new ability, the two are accidentally ejected from the control room. So at this transitional moment in Riley's life, she is left with only anger, fear and disgust at the controls. Without joy in the control room, it is impossible for Riley to be happy, so Inside Out becomes an odd couple journey movie, as joy and sadness must travel together through long-term memory, the subconscious, abstract thought, and the dream factory to try and find their way back to headquarters. Wait, Joy, you could get lost in there. Think positive. Okay, I'm positive you will get lost in there. That's long-term memory. Endless warren of corridors and shelves. I read about it in the manuals. At its heart, Inside Out is a coming-of-age story, both for Riley, who is transitioning from childhood to adolescence, and for Joy, who has to learn that it is okay for Riley to experience other emotions. It is a film which will affect young and old alike, because Pixar doesn't make children's movies, they make family movies. That doesn't just mean kids' movies with a few knowing jokes for the parents that are intended to go over the heads of the little ones. The best family movies are experienced on entirely different levels by children and adults, and Inside Out is no exception. Kids will be enthralled by its adorable characters, bright colours, funny situations, and simple message about the balance of different emotions. Adults are likely to well up in response to its heartfelt reflection on growing up and its perfect capturing of that feeling of uncertainty at the beginning of adolescence when life stops being simple. Riley is acting so weird. Why is she acting so weird? What do you expect? All the islands are down. Joy would know what to do. That's it. Until she gets back, we just do what Joy would do. Great idea. Anger, fear, disgust. How are we supposed to be happy? While undoubtedly one of their most adventurous and ambitious films, Inside Out doesn't quite settle amongst the very best Pixar productions, WALL-E, UP, Toy Story 3. The narrative itself is never quite as interesting as the concept behind it. The film is at its most magical and engrossing in the first act, when all of the rules and structures of this world are being laid out and revealed. The story of joy and sadness trying to get back to the control room starts to drag a bit in the middle act. Also, in establishing the realm of the mind, Dr. and Del Carmen set up a complex set of rules which they don't seem to consistently adhere to. If all of these characters are anthropomorphized emotions, how is it that joy is capable of experiencing sadness while sadness is not capable of experiencing joy? But that Inside Out doesn't quite reach the very high standard Pixar have established with their very best films should take nothing away from the achievement that this film represents. Inside Out is a film about growing up, about farewelling the simplicity of childhood and developing an appreciation for the role that the full gamut of emotions play in bringing depth and texture to life that manages to be both deceptively simple and deeply profound. 
four stars. As has become tradition with Pixar releases, Inside Out is preceded by a short film, a cute musical called Lava, about a volcano island longing for companionship. Inside Out is a Disney release and is rated PG for mild themes. If you're enjoying the podcast, a rate and review on the iTunes store is always much appreciated. Otherwise, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at Doctor of Movies and find more reviews at doctorofmovies.com.